You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm not Jen. And I am Rob. So you know how you ask your friends where you should take your first date? What on earth this text means? And if it's okay to post a certain pic on the socials? Well, that's what we call your village, and we think you can't date or relate without them. Welcome to our village, and you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you expert guests who are filled with all the answers that will take some of the guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our podcast with your friends so we can help the village grow even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your pods, and don't forget to tell a friend. Fireworks. Guys, they just happened at the 4th of July. They are beautiful to watch. And it's like relationship goals. You want whoever you're dating to bring you that feeling of fireworks. You want them to make you feel like you're super excited and there's like that spark and everything's really just super bright and cheery and fun and like exciting, right? Like that's what you want. But we kind of want to get into that and talk about if that's realistic or not, right? Like, do we need to have fireworks? Like some people say, Hey, I dated this guy or this girl forever. And I had the best sex in my life. And then it didn't work out. And then I met this other person and like, yes, we have great sex, but like, that's not like, it's not like the spark and the firework. Like we love each other so much, but it's not like that doesn't need to be that way. And then other people marry that person that they have the great sex with, like the jury's out on what it needs to be. So Jen, do you feel like you're Two questions. Do you feel like your ultimate goal is to like find the dude that makes you feel like there's fireworks exploding all the time? And secondarily, do you think that's a realistic thing or that's even a good thing? So I think that it comes with time and I'll get into why in a bit. But I think, yes, that is the ultimate goal. I just think it's not what people think it is and it doesn't appear in the way that they think it does. And I think the analogy, which I'll go with, is we wait. All year, let's say, for those who love fireworks, like the real ones and the holiday 4th of July, we wait all all year for it. So, you know, that develops over time, the buildup to get to 4th of July, and then there's the culmination of it, and then there's the explosion and people are giddy, or they aren't, and they're triggered and have PTSD from the loud noises, and animals hide in closets and shiver in fear or run away, so everyone is on high alert for their animal freaking the fuck out and disappearing, maybe like their love, because that fire burns out. I had no idea that you were going to go that direction, but I totally get the analogy, and it makes so much sense. Rob, what do you think about I totally did know she was going to go that direction. (laughs) I knew she was going to bring up the dogs and the fireworks and the closets and all that stuff. Everybody that would stress me out. Having an animal that's scared of fireworks would completely stress me out. Here's yeah, the thing it, about it, fireworks. Here's the thing about fireworks. You only see fireworks on times of celebration. There's not fireworks going on when you're just like, like you get annoyed at fireworks if they're going on when you're like watching TV and it's like a regular Thursday, right? But they only go on in times of celebration. And then that's what it that's what fireworks are there for, to help you look up into the sky and see the bright colors and the bright lights to remind you that you're alive. And like, you know, it's it is exciting. I think what Jen's getting at with the analogy of fireworks is like they're bright and they're beautiful, but they burn out quick. 
And then you're just left with smoke and you're coughing and you go back to regular life. And your ears hurt. And you have that weird thing in your eye that like the flash when someone takes a photo and you can see the weird thing and it's like residual stupidness. Right. Exactly. But as far as relationships go, yes, I believe in fireworks. I don't believe in like the, like what's exciting about the ones that you light and they go, shh, and you hold them and you're like, yay, that's fun. And then you're like, no, I don't want this anymore. This is boring. Yeah. I'd rather have the big bang and then even and try to keep that. Or even if it's lower, you still have that. Like even if the big bang doesn't keep going, then like you get to at least have that as your base of, you know, like you have that feeling that's there and residual. I don't know about building up into a fireworky feeling. I don't know if that's real. I don't know if it's real. I think it's a world that we live in now. Um, do you guys watch that show? <laughs> I keep bringing it back to reality TV, but there's a new show on, um, Amazon. I don't know how new it is. Maybe I just found it called, uh, what's it called, Jen? You're nodding. What's it called? The one that got away. The one that got away. Yes. I have not seen it. It sounds amazing. Do tell. It's, it's okay. I mean, I'm only like a couple episodes in, but basically what it is, is that people who, feel like they had missed opportunities in past love and haven't found love yet. Maybe they already met. They say that you met the person that's your one by the time you're 25. Most people, that's what the statistic is on that. And <laughs> what's according to the show anyway. Um, I don't believe that. That but sounds like a statistic for like young mostly people. middle America. And most of those people are married before they're 30. Wait, right. or but also from when people used to live until 26. <laughs> Well, according to them, I don't think it's true. I think a lot of the people on this show are just, you know, had, had most of them had long-term relationships that didn't work out. And now they're saying that wasn't the one. Maybe the one is the person I met while I was in that long-term relationship. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Or before yeah. that long-term relationship. Okay. So a lot of them are even going back to high school in this thing. And do so, they have- are they looking for fireworks? What's going on? With but that? so one guy on the show said he was like, you know, we live in this world where we go out on these dating apps and, and being genuine isn't really a thing. And there's no opportunity for there to be spark, like immediate fire, like sparks, because you are, you're picking somebody before you even meet them. You're mm. picking somebody out, out of an algorithm that's popping up on your screen that you find attractive. You're picking them out. And then you're kind of maybe having a conversation. You have planned hellos and goodbyes you know and then not only are you going on that one date but then you're meeting four other people that week well okay potentially but not yes that and that is one situation of dating on dating apps and yes dating apps increase that possibility of that potential being a more real and uh often occurrence right like Mm -hmm. you're meeting people way more often and you're going out on more dates potentially if you're like in it to win it on the app some people don't date that much on the apps they date like you would if you weren't on the app also that doesn't mean that you can't go on a date with somebody from an app and walk in and they sit and then what are you expecting what are you expecting what's the word say the word what are you expecting when you walk in what's the word fireworks Right. No, but that doesn't mean that can't happen, Rob. Like, what if I see a dude on a dating app who's like totally cute, catches my eye, something in his profile makes me laugh. Like, I can think of this one profile, something someone said in their profile, and you know still exactly what it is. You no, know, it said I used to read Word Up magazine. 
And I was like, I'm swiping on this guy. I don't even know if I think he's cute. But I think I love that he just put that on there. And like, let's say it was that guy. And I like kind of talk to him on the app and we go and we meet and he comes and sits down and I'm like, oh, he's totally cute. We're having great conversation. There would be sparks or quote unquote fireworks. And that can totally happen just because you're dating on an app doesn't mean that can't happen. It's no. Okay. But that's what you're looking for, right? So to bring it back to fireworks, that's what you're looking for. You're not looking for a slow burn. You're not, you don't get there and talk about Word Up Magazine and be like, that was fun. And then you're not attracted to him. Okay, Rob, yes, I am expecting fireworks, but that doesn't mean if they don't happen that that's not also legit. So let's get into that in a second. But speaking of the fireworks, let's talk about what we did over the holiday and the fireworks that we watched and how it was. Jen, like, what did you do? Um, Well, I saw friends and I saw family, went to a barbecue, I relaxed, I went to my favorite place on earth, Hymat, the gym I joined, and it's just so good. So I want to tell you something. I think that people, uh, this might sound superficial, but I think that this Hymat thing makes you more desirable. Really? (laughs) Let me tell you why. Because it shows that you are like an independent person that is a go-getter that likes to go and get the things like you're not expecting things to be handed to you. Like you saw this thing and you like applied for it and it's like something for you. So you take care of yourself. You go and you know how to have fun. You have a good job and you're like able to afford this lifestyle. And I think it makes you more desirable. I do. I'm, if a guy was there, I would think that too. I'm like, he's the member of this cool, like awesome gym that's like, he's into self-care and he's like, takes care of himself in so many ways, financially, well, emotionally, you. physically. I think it makes you, I think you should put high mat on high mat member on your dating app profile. Honestly, I mean, I do live please, there please, now. Please do not do that. Please. I do live there now, but I appreciate your support and pay, me paying for my fancy gym. It does bring me a lot of joy. And I think like to your point, it makes me better because I am working out and I'm like excited about it. I've got a pool, so I'm tan, I'm relaxed. It's like full circle for me. There's a spa there. There are cultural events. There's food. It's great. I will say what there isn't are straight men, but they're working on that. Um, But anyway, that brings me to uh, my other update that I have, which is the guy that I've been seeing who we've talked about on the show a couple of times. Um, I'm no longer seeing him. LA Uh, boy. Yes, exactly. So we talked the other night and it's sort of how this weekend started. It kicked it off with that conversation where we ended things. He actually ended them. And um, I'm not going to get into what that was all about, but I have a lot of things swirling around my mind and will wait to share more until I've processed how I really feel about it all. And thankfully, this did not derail my holiday weekend because I did all of the amazing things I just told you about. So it was can we can bit- we ask questions can we ask questions that aren't direct because you you just dropped that bomb on us we've been talking about him for a while now and can we just like clarify whether it was ghosting mean direct like the, were you upset with the uh, with the reasons he gave you do they make sense the reasons he gave you is it deterring you from dating anybody for a little bit are you going right back out into the field like all that because oh my I think God, he- I thought you were going to ask me one question that was no, like thirty six. <laughs> No, that's 
that's that's fine. Right? Oh, okay. That was actually like one of my run-on questions. So I get it, multi-part. So yeah. um, what I will say is there was no ghosting of any kind. There was no meanness. Um, do I have feelings about what was expressed? Yes. And the reasons behind it and maybe um, doing a little bit of uh, I don't know. I'm trying to like piece things together so that I it, can. Did he did he use the word fireworks no, when he was that. letting it go? No, we did have fireworks. Um, so, and that is why I feel you know when we get into mm, this part, I see. It's not the no. I don't think that that was like a detriment to it. I think that made it probably harder to end. Right. I see because, why. I see why. Yeah. I, I so, see why. I know where you're going with this. Right. I know and where you're we going. all know I don't often like people. So the fact that I did like this person and now we're no longer seeing each other is disappointing, but I'm still wrapping my head around the reasons and some of the things and seeing if they add up and I have thoughts and questions and and just di- I'm digesting it and processing it because I go through a slew of emotions daily about uh, how I really feel. So when I come to some sort of conclusion on that, I will share at a later date. But oh, Rob, yes, you will. Yes, you will. Speaking of dates, I feel like you've been busy. You've gone on some. You also then had a whole weekend away. What's been going on with you? and your holidays and things. My holidays were great. So every year I go down to this island off of Newport, which I'm sure a lot of people know. It's so fun. It's so fun. Did you get a frozen banana? No, I I hate bananas. I hate, I like the taste of bananas, but I don't like the texture of them. So if it's like a banana banana flavored something, I'll tolerate it. But if it's like- The frozen chocolate dipped ones are different texture and they're very good. And Balboa Island is like, has this one place that's like famous for them or something. Yeah, I I stay away from bananas. development. No, but basically that's what that was based off of. Exactly what that was based off of. But anyway, um, I went, I go down with um, my friends. Their family has a house down there, like a block away from the beach. And over the years of me going, I've gotten to know other families that go down and like other people around our age. And some now have families of their own and they bring them down, which is fun. Uh, but then others are like me where they're still single and still hanging out and still like going and we go to the bars at night. Like the, the parents put their kids away and then they go home. And then like the other ones that are still single and, you know, around our age, we go out because we're like, why not? It's a little island. It's, it's fun, you know, dive bars and all that other stuff. Um, there's so there's this one girl that was down there like I want to say maybe 2018. And she's a lot of fun. Like she's just a fun girl and we have a very good personality match. Like we kind of amp each other up. We, we understand each other. We have fun with each other. And in 2018, we made out when I was down there and then we, I haven't seen her down there. I I guess I haven't seen her because of COVID. And then I went to Austin one year, blah, blah, blah. Saw her again this year. And we've, we've, we've seen each other at stagecoach once, but then saw each other here this, in this kind of area. And it kind of brought us back to 2018. So we made out some more this trip. Wow. Yeah. So there are some fireworks. I Did have you so feel many them? questions about this, but I don't know if you're willing to talk. Well, it's it. fine. I, but see, it, it's one of those things where like, there's like, we we're drinking a lot. 
right? Yeah. I haven't made out with anybody in a long time. And I think because I've made out with this person before, I feel safe about it. Yes. I Do you know what that. I mean? Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't feel like I have to be like, oh man, we made out now. I have to take you on a date. Now we have to go do this stuff. And I was, I did say, let's try and hang out more back in LA. But like, I don't think it was either one of us. I think we kind of laughed about it. We're like, okay, okay. Yeah, let's do that. That sounds good. Okay. You so, live in Santa Monica. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, not that far miles wise if you're not from LA, but nobody in Santa Monica, it's like takes four hours to get there. So um, if you, you opened with like our, which is important in my opinion, but you opened with, we match well on like, a, would you say personality level? Yeah. We, so, we match well per, on a personality level. When yes. you say that, it makes me feel like you're, what you're really meaning to say is like, I get along great with her. I love her personality. We're so fun together, but I'm maybe not as attracted to her or I'm not that attracted to her. You don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but I'm just saying when you lead with that, that's what it makes everyone around you think. Got you. No, she's very attractive. Um, I just think that she lives one life. I live another. Like we even at one point, cause we were up till three o'clock in the morning talking like a lot of us were and stuff. And at one point I w- we got into kids and she's like, Oh, you want them? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. And she's like, I don't know if I do. And I'm like, all right, well, that right there is yeah. something that like, I, like, I, I just don't Red flag for you. Right. I wasn't like, this is somebody I can settle down with tomorrow. You know what I mean? Or this, and that's what I'm looking for like now. You would, I feel like you would have already. It sounds like you have fireworks with this person. Why did you not settle down with them? But we can get into the whole fireworky thing. I think there's uh, different fireworks. Okay. Oh, well, Let's we'll get into that. that I am in upstate New York at my husband's family's lake house. I've come here every summer for the past like six years. It's great. I did not watch the fireworks because I have, <laughs> metaphor for my life, two children. and. I can't walk away from the house while they're in here. And I don't know if they're going to be waking up because it's super loud. So I'm like, I'll just stay here. You go down to the boat and watch the fireworks. Like, it's just sort of the way it's been for me for these past couple of years. Just like a lot of sacrifice in a good way because I'm a mom, mm. but like for the kids. And, you know, of course, like James is like, no, I'll stay here. You go. I'm like, just, it's not, I don't even fucking care. Just go. Like, I'm yeah. used to it at this point. Um, I saw them through the trees for like a second. So that was fine. But I will say traveling with two little kids is hard. It's great to be here because we do have like the opportunity to kind of sneak away more than we do at home. Cause there's like, we put the kids down and then like his mom is here to watch the monitor and we can like go grab a drink up in town or do something like easy. So we've been able to do that, but traveling having kids is stressful. Traveling is stressful. Put the two together. It's really stressful. So when that comes a time in your relationship where that occurs, just know that it's stressful and that it's, it sounds like a stupid piece of advice, like duh, but I'm just going to reiterate it. Like speaking kindly to each other is very important and it's hard to do in those stressful moments. But for some reason, we didn't talk about it really, but for some reason we're both making a concerted effort to speak kindly to each other. And what it ends up doing is it ends up when you do have a moment where you're like, Oh my God, like I get stressed out and I say something like he's more apt to calm me down instead of get defensive because we're majority of the time we're speaking kindly to each other. And then if one of us has a moment where we're like, Oh my God, blah, blah. It's like, okay, it's all right. Let me like here, let me do that instead of just like, blowing up kind of. So it helps with a lot of bad fireworks. (laughs) It helps with like the bad fireworks. Anyway. So that's what I've 
did. I really didn't watch the fireworks. That was my fireworks. Well, but- I, I also didn't watch the fireworks, but that was by design. One, I wanted to be with Mochi. And two, because I was not celebrating America this year. I was celebrating the remaining independence I have in choices and also just having days off of work. So it was more like a me weekend than a country weekend since the country is pretty fucked. So yeah. The country's pretty fucked. And I, I, I was going to post something on social media because I did wear like, um, you so know, much Americana gear. I want, I wore a lot of Americana gear and basically I was going to post something, but my sister talked me out of it. She's like, don't post something that if, some, if nobody's bothering you on something, why are you going to preempt them bothering you? Cause then you're yeah. just kind of inviting stuff to come in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're triggered by those trolls. So I get it. I am triggered by the trolls, but I I found a little gif that said, I've been celebrating America and it's right for independence and it's right for human rights and it's trans right. You like a little thing that kind of went on there. So I said it without saying it, but my, my spiel was basically going to be like, I'm celebrating the America that my father fought, you know, three tours of Vietnam for, and my grandfather fought world war two and my countless uncles and I'm fighting for the America that our kids are watching at, be a shit show right now, but for our future, because our kids are watching this quote unquote Republic and what they're doing to each other right now, what we're all doing to each other. And they're not having it. They're the most progressive generation that's probably ever going to come up in this, in this, the history of this country, because think about the bathroom situation. Think about gay rights, civil, uh, marriage, think about women's rights. They're watching this now they're learning. They're seeing their moms get pissed off. When we came up, 1973, we've lived our entire lives with these kind of laws that were like given to us, you know? Yeah. 1973 was Roe versus Wade. I'm not saying you were born that year. I'm saying like you don't know a life without it, yeah, without those freedoms. Because I was these, born in 84. Right. These kids a whole are, are, are seeing this and they're going to learn from it, you know? And I think that the, the horrible hate rhetoric is going to be wiped out. And I got a lot of hope for the future. But what gives us our freedom is the like the ability to protest and fight is still this living in this country. Although I'm not happy with it at all either, and the way it's going. But guess- we lived anywhere else, you couldn't even be saying that you fuck yeah. you. You, you yeah. couldn't say what you just said on this podcast. Well, I hope it doesn't continue to go down that path. It's-, it's just more that right now it's hard to feel celebratory. And also ignore everything for a night of fireworks and fun. It feels like, for me, it felt like I was diminishing the people that are not free right now and in states that can't make choices for themselves and things like that. And the people that are more affected than our luxury of living in like Los Angeles or like California and, you know, we're still more free and have those rights. And also we're not gay and all these other layers to things. So I just wanted to not um, act as though those things weren't happening. And sure, I will wear, I look great in red, first of all. I'm wearing it right now. I wanted to wear red, white, layer in some blue for accents, but I refused. And it was just me personally taking a stance because I do so little, I think, for other you know, causes and whatnot. I mean, so I feel like that was my one way of contributing to other people's plate. To each their own. I'm, I, I was thinking the same thing uh, and I was feeling the same way. And am I celebrating the America of today? No. But am I celebrating for the future and the past? Yes. Not all the past, not all the past, not how we treated our own citizens and did stuff to people before. 
Yeah, not I'm all not, the past at not all. I'm celebrating the cancel culture. I'm definitely not celebrating that. That's no. what I will say right now. No. Just because you're offended doesn't make mean you're right. And I don't give a fuck if I offend you. So I'm allowed to have my opinion. But also the wrong I, people are getting canceled, I feel. Cancel bigger it, issues. Like, it, so what if you're a fucking offended? Like I literally can't say homeless, you're homeless. I can't say that. So what, what? oh unhoused? Is that no. the proper term now? You're experiencing homelessness. I'm sorry. What? It's no. just the way the English language works. Now you're offended by the way I put a sentence together. Like that's what you are. I just anyway. Well, I'm experiencing singledom. My point, uh, my point is, is that you, Rob, you made a good point. You can, you, there are still a lot of freedoms that we have in comparison, and there still is a lot of freedoms that we have just in general. And so if you did celebrate 4th of July, you could be celebrating that, or you could be, I mean, listen, this is, this is America. So maybe you are against Roe v. Wade and you're like that it was overturned and you were celebrating that. Everyone's allowed to think what they want to think. I don't personally agree with that, but that's not, this is America. That's what makes the world go round. So if somebody else here in this picture doesn't like, is all for the overturn of Roe v. Wade, then good. I can't tell you you're not allowed to feel that way because then I'm not allowed to feel my way. So, right, but then you can't tell somebody else to feel that. The oh, way no, I'm just saying I'm celebrating what I'm celebrating and you're celebrating right. what you're celebrating. But they, I think cancel culture is so against that. I would not be able to go on a date with somebody who was like so extreme one way or another. So that would definitely not cause fireworks for me. So let's get into the whole fireworks situation. And like I – we – started at the top of the show talking about how like I like a slow burn. I need you both to know and all of the listeners that I do like a slow burn. And I think that your analogy is correct, Rob, like the fireworks, they're like there and they're pretty and they're bright and they're like sparkly. And then the finale happens and it's like all these fireworks and it's like loud and crazy and beautiful. And then all of a sudden it's, that's it. Black sky, smoke, goodbye, boring. Like, a lot of relationships and there's a lot of like studies going go that go on behind this like if it's like a super fast sparky and I've done I've had this before fireworky type situation right away then it sort of fizzles out quickly and the slow burn is the studies say that it is like a more effective way to have a long-term lasting relationship you're slowly building a foundation you're not clouded by um, like really good sex that you can still have if you're having a slow burn. So I just think that do I believe in like meeting somebody and having fireworks right off the bat and like that going the distance? Yes. That in fact, that happened for me. My relationship was like a combo of both of those things. But I think that it could be either or you can have a slow burn that ends up being a like relationship for 50 years. And there's yeah, because it takes 50 it, years to get to that burn. No, it doesn't take 50 years. The slow <laughs> burn is not a 50 year slow burn that nobody's going to be stupid enough to stick around for 50 years. And be like, oh, my God, it's been 50 years. And now I'm finally attracted to you. That's not I mean, I, unless, I, you're, unless you're marrying somebody for money and no judgment because, hey, you do you and I kind of get it. Then then maybe that happens for you 50 years yeah. later. Yeah, I, I, I think, listen, I think that I don't know what I would have said if I was on this podcast talking about fireworks 10 years ago, five years ago, whatever. I think I've learned my lesson with getting burned and how to handle fireworks, put them at a safe distance, you, ex you ex uh, experience them, you like them, you know, and but you don't want to burn your hand off, you don't want it to go quick too quickly in your hand. And then you're hurt, you know, and then you're sitting there with no hand and you're hurt. 
And like, like yeah, now I Rob, think that never going to date again. Well, now I think that, you know, if I experience fireworks, I'm, I want that first and then I can go, okay, now what's behind the fireworks? You know, now I have the emotional intelligence to go, this is all right. This is starting off great. I like this person. I want to be around this person even more. Boom, boom, boom. Fireworks, you know, kisses when you, when you make out, it's like, Oh God, give me some more of that, you know? But then it's like, you know, what's behind that. I always say like, I've never done any drugs in my life, like hard drugs. I've never done cocaine. I've never done anything like that because like I have an addictive personality and I don't, and also I don't know what I'm putting in my body and I don't have control over it. Right. Whereas when like I drink a lot of alcohol, though, and alcohol, I can see where my cup is. I know how many shots I had. I can add water. I can stop. I can stop if I'm not feeling well. I can stop, you know, and reverse it if I need to. And I feel like that's the way it is with these these fireworks and dating now. It's like, let me know where I'm at in in the process. So you want to check the temperature, Rob. You're a, a temperature checker. Well, but I want to be hot first. Do you know what I mean? I want there to be like an extreme but temperature what first. What if all of a sudden it gets a little bit cold? Does that mean, and I think that's okay. I'm not saying it gets ice cold and, and then it's like that for a month. Obviously you would be like, goodbye. But what if it's hot and smoky and, and then you go to check the temperature and it's like, you know, like a just a cool, normal 75 degrees. Does that make you nervous? Well, no, but I think that's why you have to, like I said, I have a new emotional intelligence there now where when that like lays off, I can go, okay, now what do I do to fix it? Now, where do I go to get? That doesn't this- mean you need to fix anything though. It just means like, maybe that's more realistic. Like that's what you're going to be. No, no, no. I, 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 don't, I, I understand what you're saying now. Like, like cooling off is fine is what or, I'm saying. Or just living off at 75 degrees. I don't think you're supposed to have fireworks for 50 years. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, that's why I think it's If you're living at 75 degrees for the majority of your life, like you can't, those firework moments can happen, but when it's at 75 degrees, which is like normal temp, like that's okay. You don't need to be like searching for where the fireworks are. Also, don't we feel like maybe passion and the extreme hotness might cloud the ability to possibly separate after if you realize that maybe you had some sort of chemistry that was rooted in I don't know whatever your chemistry is rooted in between you and that person, let's just say, but then you realize that you don't have the foundation. Maybe they're a shitty person to other people. Maybe they have no ambition. Maybe they want no kid, but up front, maybe there was that fiery attraction and then the dust settled. And in the past, I know Rob, you've said that you are laser focused. So how would you then prevent having that, fire and heat in the beginning and then the rest unfold and separating the fire from having meaning when I think, you I think what it all comes down to is experience right I think possibly look yeah. Lauren has two kids with uh, with like somebody she considers like a best friend but not because she spends all this her time with them but because they get along and you know and they're learning how to communicate better when other problems come up they're learning how to communicate and now they can travel with children right I I learned my lesson by having too many firework like too many fireworks to where it blew up the building, you know. Right. Not that it was like going off one at a time, but it just completely blew up the building. This is the like, analogy that just keeps on giving on it. But I'm saying you. Unlike. It sounds like Jen. It's like experience in the fact that like for you, I don't think. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't see any. It's, it's Jen being black and white again. 
you can't have like the fireworks without them fizzling and going away. And then you, all these problems come up. Whereas in this situation, it's okay to be gray where you can have that. And then also have the slow burn after that, you know, where like, then you kind of ease into, okay, what's our lives going to be like now? What's, what's like a normal day to day. You go to your work. I go to my work. What's that all happening? You know? So to me, what is a great example of my version, I guess, and not, I guess it's more on the slow burn side of things for sure. The now where I'm at in my life, but arranged marriages often end in like the two people really actually loving each other. And it's because, I mean, sometimes they don't and they it's feel religion. Like Most of those people that you're talking about is religion though. Well, but also it's That's cultural true. and it's, you know, familiarity and it's that they are, you know, vetted as a good person within their community and whatnot. But so for me, what I think will bring about fireworks is developing a foundation. And I think within that and the beginning of developing it is not just, you know, continuing to go out with somebody that you have nothing in common with, or that doesn't, you know, rile you up in some way where you are excited to talk about something and you feel any amount of passion. If they don't do that for you, then- But that's but that's my point. Why does it have to be that or that? Why can't you have the fireworks for somebody and have, they can have passion and you just hold out and wait for having well, like feelings? There's more. Okay. Being like- so, but not here's get- the rest. Here's the evolution. And I've been having this conversation with various friends lately too, who randomly have been listening to our podcast. So this keeps coming up, but the fireworks develop because of the foundation, but the foundation is you like qualities about this person. You have fun banter. You think that they're, you know, your foundation of life is similar and you're on a similar path and you can see you know, going on another date with them because you want to learn more and you're interested in them. Maybe you're not super excited and, you know, the alarms haven't gone off and you're not feeling super butterfly. No, Jen, I don't think that you're, I think, sorry, I'm interjecting because I don't think that you're, I think you're not describing that right. And I'm only saying this because I know you and sometimes how your brain works. You are saying that within the world of like, it's not like you mean you're going out with someone who you're not attracted to at all. You don't have anything in common. Like you, you still are, there's something there. There is a spark there. You won't go, you just kind of though made it sound like it was like that spark wasn't there at all. That's not what she's saying. And I know this about Jen because she will not go out with somebody that she doesn't feel anything with and because it's rare for her. And she often is just like, nope, I don't feel that spark. So you're not doing that. You feel a spark. It's just not, you wouldn't describe it as a firework. You would describe it as like a spark. Like there's a light and energy there, but it's not like, like bam. so you're like an ember and you like blow on it and you're like the more i blow on this ember yes. the more it's going to turn into a fire and then well, the more that's i the blow slow burn exactly yes. so for me and that makes sense like to how you explained it but i i think the checklist of what makes me feel fireworks looks different than it did in the past for example I would think I was going to go on a date and be, I'd have to be super attracted to the person and I'd have to feel butterflies and I'd have to feel like, I don't know, like, uh, I don't even know what, but I would feel way more heat in the first one and want to make out with them. And it just wouldn't have as much substance because it was rooted in like being physically attracted to somebody and excited that that person I think is so hot likes me. Exactly. 
it's it for me it's not that anymore and i think when people talk about fireworks the firework i think comes from actually getting to know somebody and that you do get excited about the same things and you have conversation that lights you up and then you actually may even start to find them more attractive and then your chemistry develops and all these things and like we talked about you know last week that myth that like bad sex is a deal breaker. Like, no, you can fix it, especially if you have communication. And I think really I'm personally lit up by good communication and being able to be myself and banter back and forth and the ping pong thing. And obviously if I'm not actually attracted to somebody, then I don't know that I'm going to feel romantic vibes toward them. But all of these things, I think, have to be in place for yeah. me to even get there and feel think, excited. I think, about I, ultimately, I also think, and I mean, correct me if I'm just being wrong completely, but like, I think it's a lot to do with, you know, why I'm on the podcast, you know, like, because it's a woman man thing, maybe, you know, I think women have a lot more patience and like, they look for maybe some deeper stuff at first. And like we talked about before, it's the hunter gatherer, you know, me want to pro procreate you know like that kind of thing where you guys are like no i'm gonna build us a home so so it's like maybe that's what it is but you also brought up experience that before you were probably dating young dudes back then you probably weren't looking for people that wanted that kind of thing you probably weren't looking you're probably way ahead of those people as far as like wanting to get married and have kids so of course that's the way it's going to turn out i'm just saying like 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 i went on that a date recently and uh the girl was fantastic like you asked me about it you're like how was the date i said it was great she's a very nice girl and we had great conversation mm-hmm. oh That's good are you gonna see her again i don't think it's gonna go any further i i don't think so why because i i did i didn't like think about her the next day really at all i didn't like i was i didn't leave and be like i can't wait till the next time i see her do you know what i mean if i see her again then great if she asks if she's like let's go get another drink i probably will but I'm not going to pursue it because I know myself and I know that now it'll seem like homework. Like if I'm going out to see somebody that I didn't really want to see, I've dated somebody like that before where that she was great and all my friends loved her and it was a great time, but I didn't have that drive to go and want to see her. Okay. I dated somebody when I was like a teenager, the end of my teenage years and I loved him and he was a great friend of mine and all my friends loved him, but I just never could really get there. And I feared for years after that I had to date somebody that I was like, felt like fireworks for, because I was like, I can't, I don't want to do that again. But I will say like, with James, I met him and didn't think twice when I first saw him. And I, it's because I have just been breaking up with the guy that gave me those fireworks for like a fucking month. And then I realized that he was nothing good at all. Jen was witness to all of this. And we talked about it in the very first shows of our podcast. I mean, he was the biggest asshole ever. And so I definitely was like, now I was wanting those fireworks, but then I was also kind of afraid of them. Then I was also afraid to be that girl that was like in the relationship that she didn't really want to be in because there weren't any fireworks. And I met James and I, I was, once I started dating him, I really liked him and there felt like there were fireworks for me, but I was having, also having fun being single. And we went on our first date and we had a really good first date. And I 
didn't not think about him the next day, but I also just went on with my merry little life. Like, mm-hmm. so it wasn't like how you're, but I bet you he had fireworks or he wouldn't have no, asked you. Or he you was, would. he was just getting out of a really toxic relationship and he was sort of just taking it really slow. Like he liked what he was doing, but he was also just like, I'm not getting into something right now. Like, and he was very candid with me about that, but I also didn't care in the beginning. I was like, I don't like care. I mean, you're great. You're amazing. And I like you and I want to go out with you again. But then I also, so how long did it take for you guys to like become like to go on day two, three, like probably four months until we were like, okay, we're committed to each other. Like we're not going on dates with other people. Right. He and, wasn't and- going on dates with other people. He was just still like continuing to hook up with his ex because it was like trying to break that toxic bond is very hard. Mm-hmm. And they still had like a really close group of friends. So he would like, go, and I knew he was doing it. And I was like, duh, I know what you're doing, but I'm also dating some other hot fucking professional baseball player. So go have fun. <laughs> <laughs> so and, I'm, and I'm confused really out of him. all that i'm confused because you were i really liked him and then a, a, obviously closer to the point where we would like where we got committed to each other i was like starting to get like okay now i really like you i feel these fireworks like i want more and like he then was like okay yes I want the same thing. But there was a point where I was like, wait a minute, am I like in this to win this? And you're not like it was making me like, but in the very beginning, though, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I felt fireworks with him on our first date. And then I woke up the next day after we like, had the best date ever and had sex and did all the things. And then I woke up the next day and was like, what am I doing today? Are we going yeah, to but see, that's, we going my point. that's my or point. That's my point. Just because you had, you had a, what am I doing today? The next day, but you had fireworks that first time. Right. So you I had did, it, but I wasn't like, I mean, but then I wasn't like consumed by it. Like I still, it was still a slow burn. Like, I mean, yes, I right. felt, well, I didn't initially feel the fireworks like the first couple times I met him, but then on the first date I felt it, but then I wasn't like, I mean, I see. What but you you're also saying, told us that you you knew in your mind the first time you guys hung out that you were fucking him. You told us that. Oh yeah. That you yeah were but that doesn't text. mean fireworks. That means alcohol. I'm not saying it did. I'm, I'm just like, saying. Oh, yeah. I'm I saying did. that I think that Lauren yes. knew James, knew yes. him from before, knew yes. him through other friends. They had yes. a connection, yes. but they didn't act on it because other shit was going on. Right. And they get the, had the night. She knew she was going to sleep with them. They yes. they had her first date yeah. fireworks, but then they were able to go back to their regular lives because yes. they knew each other. Yes. And that there was an attraction there to begin with. Yeah. And then when both of them were ready, they started hooking up more and more to itself and getting rid of everybody else. On and the then side. I will say still to this day, I mean, granted, I am a tired human right now. And there's other humans that we're trying to raise and like things get clouded. But like, obviously, it's still there. But even right up until we had kids. And again, I'm, it's not that it's not there. But I'm just saying like, he would come home from work. And like, I would still get those butterfly slash fire firework sparks like in my stomach like every time he and this is like years later it was what jen that's because it grew yes it well was listen listen burn. listen here's what i think it, it here's what i think <laughs> i think that you, jen has a certain way she's going to be doing things right i have a certain way that i want my to find my person and then it sounds like Lauren was just the right in between. She was the Goldilocks bed. She she did both at the same time from what I've it sounds like. Things happen, though, and I will say, you guys, I'm just interjecting. I think you both have the way you want to do things, but I think, and I think you are, well, Jen, I don't know, Rob, I can't speak for you, but I think I can speak for Jen because we share brains sometimes. 
although we definitely don't on some things. But Jen, I think, is open to, she wants to experience it a certain way, but if it comes about another way, she's not going to like poo-poo it, where I don't know if you're you're sounding like you were just like, nope, I want to feel fireworks. Well, I also, think, I also think that Jen really, really, really wants it and wants it soon, and I think that I can take it or leave it right now. I so think- like, I think that if, if I meet somebody and there's fireworks and I want to explore it, then great. That's, you know, kind of the universe being like, this is a person that you could potentially be with. Now figure out all the other shit. Or I think Jen, I mean, listen, every time we have a psychic going, she's like, and when am I meeting my husband? Tell me right now, what's the date so I can get ready and do my nails? Like she, like she just really wants to find that person, which is understandable. And she's being very careful about who it is because she sees other people's relationships and she has her own past shit. But I think that ultimately Jen wants it now. And so she's not, she's looking for the things that are important for her future going forward and finding that perfect person. Whereas I could take it or leave it. So I'm being a little bit more picky about who I'm going to date next. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. I mean, does it not sound right? Well, I think on like, for me, what is attractive now is somebody that like I could see myself with. So I'm not even attracted to somebody who might be hot on paper or physically attractive by somebody's standards. But if they're if they don't have the chops to back it up and aren't gonna you know be worth my time because ultimately you know it might be a fling or just whatever and not pan out like that to me isn't attractive and that isn't gonna cause fireworks for me. What does is the excitement of a potential partner who would be awesome and that you learn more about people on each date and not everybody's great at texting and so for me. I my like what I've been telling friends lately is when they say like, well, I had a really great time with the person and they seem great on paper and everything was great. But like, I just don't know if there's a spark. And I'm like, then go out one more time. One more time is not going to kill you if everything checked out. I have a visceral reaction to most people. <laughs> so if I don't and I actually enjoy their company and they seem like a great human being, I'm like, Let's go out again and see if that romantic connection comes with just learning more about each other. And maybe now that we got through that weird initial date, maybe now you touch me and I feel a spark because we actually are more comfortable with each other. Or maybe now we laugh about more stuff because we got all the like other stuff out of the way. And maybe there is a better connection that is going to be brewing. And, you know, I just think one more time, if everything else is there and the person's attractive and you don't hate them and you had a good time and they're not a serial killer, then why not go out one more time? I think them. I agree with that, Jen. And I don't disagree with you, Rob. Like, I think that though, what we've all concluded here is that we all want fireworks. It just depends on at what point we expect to feel them. And I think we should all be open to, even if you're poo-pooing the fireworks in the beginning because you think the slow burn is the healthier way to it, if you feel fireworks in the beginning, don't like think then, oh, well, this is going to be toxic. It's going to burn out quick. That's not what's always going to happen. And if you don't feel fireworks right away, don't think, oh, well, this person's not for me. It's not going to. I think we all need to be open to feeling fireworks when they're going to happen and not try to control the timing of the explosion of the fireworks and the finale, because you don't know when you're watching a fireworks show, if it's going to be 20 minutes longer, if it's going to be fucking half hour or five minutes, but the finale is all great and beautiful and sparkly and pretty. And that's what you're waiting for. So we should all expect it, but just let it happen when it's going to happen and don't judge it. That's what I think we need to feel about the fireworks. Nice. Nice wrap up. 
yeah. I mean, I think that summarized it really well and taught us all a lot, I think, about how to approach fireworks moving forward. And guys, if you want to uh, continue hearing fireworks uh, when you listen to this podcast, please keep tuning in to It's Complicated, where we talk more dating and relationshipy stuff. And while you're there, subscribe, rate, comment, share it with a friend. Do all of the things we tell you weekly, please. It helps keep the lights on here for us. And if you want to join the class of master daters, don't forget to follow us on social media at Complicated Show. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Forever's Evers, F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S-E-V-O-R-S. And you can find me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meets. And you can find me at Jennifer Golden on all the social meds as well. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers.